The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Great episode of UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I joke around, we hug, we laugh, we fall in love. Cody Garbrandt calls in. Jaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts... Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Thanks for tuning in. We're not in any kind of rush or anything. Let's get to those picks, Chris. <laughs> I just felt like being manic. Oh, um, yeah, what a great night of fights, honestly, uh, from Calgary. And right. here's the you want to hear fun irony? I, is, I do. This is where it gets crazy. UFC is in Calgary? Yeah. I watched it in Canada. It doesn't get any crazy no i was in montreal so i was able to watch the fight yeah so you watched it on tv like me so it doesn't really matter a really great show it does though i was under the same moon as the canadians yeah you were down here with the americans under the american moon that's right all right is there a time difference in montreal um it depends if sure from los angeles from new york no there's now and there's now montreal is east coast time toronto is east coast time now however if you want to go over to vancouver that's los angeles time which is three hours earlier than here matt comment go um oh now jimmy yeah i'm sorry you all right hear my voice what's the matter i'm gonna have to be pressing that thing a lot you didn't let another Um, man give you a good deep kiss did you no 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 (laughs) hell no 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 jimmy no uh jimmy my voice and i apologize in advance to everybody I'm just doing that to be nice. I don't, yeah. I don't really mean it. I understand. But what I'm trying to say is, I had the, I had a man. I had a busy weekend, man. You want to hear about it? Sure. Well, you, I mean, we got a little time to kill, no? We do. We got a lot of stuff to get to. We do. And we have uh, who do we have calling in today? We have Cody Garbrandt. Of course, we yeah. have Cody. I know that. Maybe uh, Dustin Poirier. Maybe not. Oh, Chris Weidman too. We don't have him today. But is he fighting Rockhold? What is he fighting Luke Rockhold? You are you're coming you're coming in hot. I have to ask. I have and to you were so quiet before you were on air. Yes. So Wait, I'm like, oh, that's what you like. Yeah, you, I for the do, show. you always say save for the show, I, I and then do, I save it for the show, and then you go, you're too quiet off the air. I, do, I can't wait. I do like that, but it's like you took a five hour energy. You just did an Al Bundy. Yeah, just fixed my dick. Don't touch me with your left hand. I can't. Or your right. Come on, touch it with both. Uh, um, this is what I'm talking about, Jimmy. I had a I had a crazy weekend, man. Why my, my, did you have to prepare for the Wyman Rockhold fight? Oh, are you talking about that? Yeah. Is anything announced with that yet? Yes, he did announce it. Um, <laughs> Nothing's announced. Yes, Chris uh, announced it. <clears throat> yeah, he said it earlier. 
Well, he said he's fighting him. I don't know anything until yeah. it's, it's until I know something. But this is what Chris, I, the producer is so bad. I, 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 said, want, I don't like there, to lie. Of course, you don't like to lie. <laughs> I, there was no announcement, of course. So I was just trying to get see if you knew. Of and course. then Chris shakes his head no, like trying to be helpful. What are you doing? No, that I know. He trying to get the scoop. I, I saw yeah, you no. trying to lead me down a path, and then Chris looking at you like, oh, like oh, well, I do want to know if he's confused. fighting because he, Chris. I is, do too because I'd really love that for that rematch. By the time people hear this, you know, the announcement may already be out. Don't you know what? I mean, I'm going to tell them the break in here if indeed it is true. But if it is true, I'm, I'm going to have the best seats in the house, and I'd be really looking forward to it. Yeah. But let me tell you about why my my voice is hoarse. Well, where were you? What when? This weekend. All right, we're going to start. With Friday night, I was here, Jimmy, in the Big Apple Ooh. at the Capital, and there was uh, some MMA fights there. Where's the Capitol? It's over on Bowery Street. Oh, it's in the city. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Wait, Capital Grill is it called? No, no? Capital. Oh, Capital. Oh. It's nice. It used to be like a big bank or something. Oh, okay. It's cool, man. It's cool. They have kickboxing fights there. Oh, they do stuff there. Okay. And they have MMA fights there. So... How bad does my voice sound, by the way, guys? Just a little hoarse. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. Um... So, Jimmy, I, we had four, me, you know, we had four people fighting on that card. We had our girl Lauren, we had Dennis Bazooka, we had um who else did we have? We had uh oh yeah, Justin and Charlie. Okay. I'll get you their full names later. Um, you know, this, we're doing this quick. But anyway, we went four and oh. Oh, it's great. I was so Good so happy. Everybody did phenomenal. That's excellent. But with that, you can you know lose your voice. Sure. But then the next day. You know, and listen. Sometimes you got to send some, some other crew, other crew. You know, some other, you know, second in commands or whatever. You can't corner every week. But you know, I'm tight with this dude, my buddy Manny Flores, uh, the African samurai. We call him. He's doing good. He's undefeated. How many? What's he was on? undefeated. Yeah. Uh, well, this was his second pro fight, was okay. it? And I might have that wrong. I think I have it right. But he was undefeated as an amateur. But. You know, sorry, Jimmy, to foot stomp you. But he fought a guy that was uh, a tough guy, but Manny, I saw, was clearly the more technical fighter, you know, but this mm -hmm. dude was strong. And Manny, the first round, got on top of him. You thought it would be over. And the guy got out kind of, not the correct way, but... Through strength? Yeah, a lot of strength, a lot of, like, something that's not going to work. Sure. One more time, taking him down, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, like, I can relate to this. So Manny... Kind of the way that Ngannou would have gotten up at one point, just being stronger <laughs> exactly, than the yeah, other guy. Yeah, something like that, you know? Uh, so, and Manny was on him, too. He sure. was latched onto his, his, his getting him in Is a crucifix. Yeah, Manny's a black belt, a, good, a real good black belt. So then, and he's good standing up, too, you know? So, but this guy's southpaw, but not that I mean anything, but anyway. So he went up to the kick, and when he, when the kick came down, he exposed his back when Manny went to grab, and he spun around with a, and he caught him with a back fist that got Manny off balance and then jumped on him and... And, you know, blitzed him on the floor, and he couldn't recover in time. So, you know, but that was in Philly, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I had to drive to Philly after going back and forth with the city. And, you know, I jumped on the uh, train there, but I, I I went back home. Oh, first of all, we had a great time. Myself, Weidman, uh, our buddy Franco, uh, Pete Dragosell, his girl Ashley. You know, so we on the way home, we went to Vincent's. I went off my diet on Friday night. Jimmy. Doesn't show. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you very much. Um, so we went to eat. We had a great, you know, listen, it's cool hanging out with the guys, you know. So then the next day, I had to go to Philly, a little road trip. But you know Hulk, Paul Harrison, sure. you know, former Suffolk finest, you know. He we, he drove me, him, Pete Trago, sell road trip for Manny. But, dude, that's like three hours, you know. And, uh, you know, it didn't go our way. That shit happens. Manny will be back, no problem. Samurai will be back. But 
it's a fucking day, and you know this is pretty taxing on my voice and my <laughs> and my and just on my my mental fucking uh, sure what mental mental well being. Although you must be happy, I'm happy about they, Master Henzo. Holy fuck! I didn't know he was fighting, dude. Uh, how great was that? Was it Japan? Yeah, it was in Japan. And, was uh, it pure jujitsu, or was he? Uh, was it like no, a MMA it was a fight, fight man? Oh. It was, it was a, a fight. And he fought Yuki Kondo, who's a guy that has, man, fucking over 100 fights. How old is that guy? They're about the that same guy's age. younger than me, man. He's like 42. And Henzo's, what, 53? 51. Wow. And the way Henzo, this is the biggest, this is the most beautiful thing about it, though. The way Henzo executed, uh, finished that fight was just beautiful. What round? Second round. First round was a little... Back and forth as far as both being a little tentative, taking their time, you know. Hadn't it been a while since he fought? Yeah, man. Last time he fought was the Matt Hughes in the UFC ages ago, years ago. So, you know, <laughs> Henzo shot in with that single, and he did it just enough for him to expose his back. So he went to do a switch back to Henzo. Henzo got his back, brought his leg across, a technique that he was just demonstrating, not uh, like I think at the airport or a few days earlier. He brought the leg across, almost like Damian Maya style. He brought it across to the far leg to drag him to the floor. He got him to the floor. Look at this. Look at that single. And now he went to defend it to the back. He's going to bring his right leg across, straighten, get him to the floor. It's beautiful. Right on It top. is so technical. Henzo looks good. Is this guy a black belt too? Well, I mean, this guy's been fighting forever. So, I mean, he's been on the floor. I mean, look at that. That's perfect. Well, I mean, you don't get... <laughs> wow. It was such beautiful technique, the way he just executed that whole thing. It's beautiful. What an animal, Henzo. It's jujitsu. 51 fighting in a cage. Oh, man, listen. That's psychotic. I love Henzo. <laughs> 51 fighting in a cage. I was so happy. What an I, animal. <laughs> when that was happening, we were watching that live, like on our iPhones and stuff. And uh, I had my, like... Who are you rooting for? <laughs> so we just went nuts right after. Yeah. We were supposed to be the guys supposed to be, we basically went right from not having technique that day, just watching Henzel all pumped up, all right, against the wall and then had them roll. Let me see that take that again. That was really nice. Yeah, no, that was a beautiful thing. I watch his Instagram, even though I don't really understand any of it, watching him explain stuff, and then you grab the back and he's just got such oh, energy. Henzo, yeah. Uh but oh, it's yeah. fun to watch. He makes Look it Look, he makes it tempt, him. shoots him with the single. <laughs> the guy goes Head to defend it, so he grabs his back, of course, boom. He What's that? Straightens his leg across both. Oh, legs is that how you do it? Oh, yes. Go back a little bit. That's not how I would have done it. <laughs> Fucking Jimmy, what would you have done? Is yeah, humping his leg. Yes. <laughs> so you put you put the leg around and you straighten it under the under the other leg and you kind of kick it yes. out. Like, boy, you got to be fucking. Dude. You got to really be good to do that. I mean, just and, and is that a basic? It move? shows you don't have to be super athletic. He grabs the leg. He went to do a switch, which is technically the right thing to do. So then he went to fight the back. Henzo oh, and he lifts the other leg and pulls. And you see how he curls his toes back? You see that? So basically, he's Henzo's falling to the right. His leg is up, and he's lifting the other guy's left leg dude. up. So the guy's off balance, beautiful, falling with him. Yeah, beautiful. And dude, it's so dude. Yeah. It's just jujitsu one on one. It's yeah. it was executed by a master, and it was a beautiful, beautiful. And, and the other guy is it a black belt or is he not? I mean, he's obviously been fighting forever. So I have no clue what he is. But he's faced black belts before. Yes, and he's and he's. Beaten many. Well, congratulations. Yeah, Yuki Kondo is a legit name. I mean, he's been around of course a long he is. time. Yeah. One more time for Mr. Henzo Grace. Yeah, I was very so, happy for him. That's you deserve it, Mr. Henzo. An inspiration to all. My sensei. Very proud. So, but listen, hey Jimmy, I'm almost on my way. I'm listening. So, so that was Saturday night, you know. So then the next day, I had the annual <laughs> Sarah BJJ uh, BBQ. At Eisenhower Park in Long Island, which oh, is a Oh, that big sounds thing. fun. Oh, it's an all-day affair. As long as you didn't have a BBC, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I 
at you. <laughs> what is the fucking matter with you? What, I can't do uh, British network jokes? <laughs> All right, so you had a barbecue that I wasn't invited to. How was that? It was a great time. You're always invited. No, no one told me about there? it. You, you want to invite us? No, I wasn't there. Uh, signing autographs. And, and, I like those guys. I'd love to say hello to the black belts. I mean, I'm not well, a fighter, but I, I like them. Well, yeah, I was away anyway. You were away. I knew you were away. I had no idea. But listen to me. You're always invited, so don't be silly. So you had the barbecue. We had the barbecue. So I'm saying I had a busy-ass weekend, man. All good things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not complaining. Oh, I did mention your name, by the way. I did see an old friend of yours in the hotel in Canada. Shoney Carter. No. Okay, who? You did fight him, though. Oh, man. Uh, Kelly Delante. I was in Montreal. Frank Trigg. Oh! Um, Matt Hughes. No. BJ Penn. No. Uh, man, I fought some good guys. You did. Right? Yep. And I fought this guy? Yes. Was it George St. Pierre? It was. <gasps> oh. I saw him. He was in the parking deck of the Hyatt, and someone was at GSP. Mm. So I got out of the car I was in. He didn't oh. know me. I just said, hey... Uh, I said, uh, I said, George, I'm, uh, I'm Matt, Matt uh, Sarah's uh, partner on the field. Dude, oh, how are you? He was very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I, I, I didn't talk to him. I was. Did like, he say to say hello? Be honest. I, I didn't give him no because I didn't give him the chance. It hurts. Here's well, here's why. I thought we've been through a lot. Well, because basically we're, we're even. He beat me. I beat him. No, I said to him as I walked up to him. Um, I walked up to him. This is exactly what he was with two other guys trying to get his car. I didn't want to bother him, but I had to leave. I said this. I, I said, uh, I said, George, and he turned around and I go. Hey, I'm uh, Jim Norton. I'm Matt Sarah's partner on UFC. And Filter goes, hey, I got right. I just want to say hello. And I walked away. I didn't stop. There was no moment for him to go, tell Matt. He just, I walked away. It's radio. Why do we really have to shake hands? Because I was showing you the pace because without it, and it's not radio, it's podcast. uh, But I wanted to show you the pace at which it happened. Yeah, but nobody sees us. So it's kind of like radio. Yeah, but you understand. I'm talking to you. Oh, okay. I'm not talking to them. I'm talking to you. Well, I mean, just think because you threw in a little, it's really, it's a podcast technically. You're not being a dick. (laughs) You're not being smug. But you're like, it's a podcast, not radio. But basically, people hear us. And and then as Jimmy walked away, he yelled to his people, that's the loser Matt Sarah knocked. Out. Did you see, you like when he jumps in with that? <laughs> yes, I do. And Jimmy, but I know he probably would have. But had I stayed, but I didn't want to be awkward. Like well, I, now, I was just in and out real quick. Now, now I'm getting. Now I'm gonna have a feud with him now because of this. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I love George. I like George Sapia. It's weird, man. Some people come up to me and because I'm, uh, you know, uh, people as far as fighting, a lot of people know that fight, you know. So they come up to me like, "Hey, you know, I love you, man. I hate George." I'm like, "Ah, fuck! I, I don't hate George. Why yeah. do you hate him?" Don't try to hate him to be nicer to me. Yeah, I, well, you know, they don't know. You know, they don't. Yeah. They mean well. They mean well. You know, it's like if somebody goes up to you and they go, "I hate Bobby Kelly." Yeah, man, it's two of us. We bond. <laughs> you know who said that to me? Bob's wife said that to me once. <laughs> <laughs> are we going to talk about um, the fights? Were great though. I they mean, really were good. Um, let me would, ask you: What were without getting with? Well, how were who? Did we do okay in the picks? <laughs> uh, some did better than others. Oh, by the way, we just watched. We had to catch up on some of the prelims because me and Jim. We obviously you heard my weekend, so we just watched a couple uh, yep. prelims. Yeah, now, what, what's the one fight we just watched? Put, put them on there again, just so I can see their. Because um, yeah, it was yeah. a good fight, man. Uh, is that what we were talking? Oh no, what? not Devin oh, oh, Powell. The, the, this one, right? Yeah, who, uh, Devin Powell. We found on. Looking for a fight who ended it with a freaking kick to the liver. Yep. It's beautiful. A couple of body um, shots, devastating body shots this This night. fight right here <clears throat> with uh, Kudalaba. Who? Kudalaba. 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 Antigulab and Kudalaba. But am I saying like cute? Coo. No, Kudalaba. Kudalaba. Oh, Kudalaba. Yeah, it's hard. Kudalaba. 
It's a hard name. It to means sing. no worries. That's why I can't <laughs> sing with my voice like I this. I said blessing. You say Kudalaba. <laughs> Kudalaba. It's hard. Kudalaba. A lot of the names are hard because they're ethnic no, names like from other places. Said, I can say Kudalaba. Yeah, Kudalaba. I was impressed with Kudalaba. And, and he fought, let me see who he fought. He fought. Uh, Annie Gulov. Annie Gulov. Annie Gulov. Right? Yeah. What's now, your first name? You know, you know what I <clears throat> listen first of all fun fight no yes until the end now the end Jimmy yes you know what I don't want to do with Chris the producer what? can I tell you what a lot of things but what I really don't want to do is go see a, like a suspense if, if, say if he saw a scary movie or if he saw like a plot twist plot, plot twist movie like an M. Yes. Night fucking Shyamalan <laughs> if he saw one of those movies would, yes. and he's seen it already yes I wouldn't want to be with him in the movie theater. Why? Because like when the guy's about to jump out or something, and we go, you know, he's like, I gotta go. Ah, wait, wait for it. <laughs> Although I, I have to say, the, the results are on the paper. Yeah. I, well, now I gotta start reading shit. Uh, is this they the, are, are we yeah. changing the? Well, this, that is fair. Yeah. The podcast works. What the fuck does that mean? I didn't look at the notes. <laughs> they are here. Is this the way to attack my 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 work ethic? No. Listen to me. All I know is. I never seen the fight, so we're watching it live. Right. He goes, "Oh, this one's exciting." So, and it was exciting. It was. It was exciting. Kudalaba. Kudalaba. Oh, what are you? I said. I, Kuda, I said Kudalaba. Yeah, there you go. Kudalaba. Kudalaba. Means no worries. <laughs> Listen, it means if he gets taken down, Kudalaba, no worries. No worries. He fought great off his back, and Antigolov. 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 Was was an animal. This was a great suspenseful fight because Ed Golov had him. It looked like he had him hurt at one point when they stood up. Remember that? Yeah. And then guess what happened? All of a sudden, all of a sudden, Kudulaba started coming back. Yes, he did. And then before it ended, you hear ah look, watch, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> so so Chris the producer did that, Whoa. and I knew it was gonna be over. I knew it was gonna win. It took the whole fun out of the fight for me. A fight that I was enjoying. Jimmy, I was enjoying that fight. I'm like, oh man, is he coming back? Of course he's coming back because somebody. I'm pointing. Look, it's Christopher Deuce. He did, he did Chris, he you did go, uh oh. Did it. I did, it's too fun to not do that. Did it. He did it. If we were in watching Sixth Sense and at the very end, I'd be going, wait. Wait, what are they trying to... He go, oh, he's a ghost! He's a ghost, no, he you wouldn't silly say, dog! He, he wouldn't say anything that obvious. He would, Chris would say, during Sixth Sense, Chris would say something like, oh, that's strange. Yeah. She didn't even look at him at dinner. <laughs> right, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't think of anything else. The kids but see dead true. people, huh? Mm, interesting. Interesting. Did you get that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's going to be saying all the drop I wonder who else is dead. I wonder who else might be dead in this wow. movie. So yeah, that was That's a great, great, and that was uh, he was really good in the clinch and devastating, and he hit him out with, with punches and elbows. It was a good stoppage because he just was not defending himself; he was just getting punched. Listen, I thought the fight was—I was impressed. Can you tell me about uh, tell me about both guys really quick? Because I want to see these guys again. Tell me about their their um, UFC records right now. Yes, uh, please. I'm not saying right now like I'm cracking the whip. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, Kute Lava is three and two in the U.S. Who did he lose to? He has lost to Jared Cannonier, a unanimous decision, and he has a submission loss to Misha Serkinov. Okay. And let me see about uh, Antigulov. Antigulov. I don't think that was only his third <laughs> UFC fight. He's two and one now. Excuse me, Mr. Brando. What do you What do you think of uh, Mr. Antigulov? I'm gonna go out for a good fight, but then. And what happened? 
Caught the llama, came back. Caught the llama, came back. <laughs> the Brando. It's the Brando. Yeah. All right. He put them on the floor. What the fuck is that? It's Enzo. Is that Enzo? <laughs> I don't do his voice, I do his energy. That's good. Buddy! Man, yeah, hop up. Um, what was I going to say now? That Wait, what would you say his record was? You just told uh, me. Antigolov, that's his first UFC oh, loss. He's 2-1 and one now. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, so. I do like him. That was a fun fight. It really was. Um, and, and then quite a comeback, which was indicated by Chris's um, noise. Right? Uh-uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, then we also talked about this. We watched right before Kajan Johnson and Islam Makachev, who uh, trains with Khabib and those guys over at AKA. That was a pretty nice um, armbar finish that we were looking Man, at. Man, now, is that his debut? No, he's had a couple. How many uh, fights has he had? I got to double check, but he's had a, f- a couple. No, I feel silly asking about if it's his debut or not. You know? No, that was his sixth one. So he, so fuck you. And he does What's have a his... loss, actually. Wait a he's, second. He's 16 and 1, but what he's got it... six fights in the UFC. He got knocked out by Adriano Martins uh, back really? in 2015. Yeah, but otherwise he's undefeated. He's got four in a row now. Wow, man! I mean, well, he looked good. He looked really. good. He did look great. I also uh, I want to talk about uh, Makave- Ma- Makachev looked good against K. John Johnson. Yeah, that's what um, we're saying. Yeah. yeah. The, oh, the, sorry. The armbar finish. Yeah. Okay. He did. Uh, I, I man, that mount was a beautiful thing by uh, Islam. Yes, it was. <laughs> Islam. Uh, Islam. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Jimmy. It was that beautiful. was a dangerous mount. And he came right up behind that arm. And you know what I like? I like the way he had the arm and had the press. He wasn't just, it was a sign of a guy that took an arm a thousand times. Right. Because he knew when he first had it, it wasn't tight enough. All of a sudden you see him adjust and he brings his butt closer to the shoulder. He locks his ankles underneath the other shoulder. And he doesn't go straight back. Because that pulls on the shoulder and the bend of the arm. What he does is he brings it over the, his hands that are locked together. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, ca- ca- was it? Ca- uh, did I incorrectly Johnson. thought he was going for a Kimura, yeah. didn't I? So Johnson, listen, when he brought it over, it's almost like an Americana. It's almost like a shoulder lock. What's the difference, what's the, uh, the America, what's the difference between that the and the Americana? The Americana is the palm up. That's when the palm is up, like, or they call it key lock sometimes, but it's the Americana. Is when, say, you're mounted across side and the guy's palm up and they go this way. Okay. All right. The palm down, that's the Kimura. Okay. Good. Would you be able to put me in oh. an Americana? <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> um, wait, I'm trying to think of, dude, I watched the fights, they blend in together. Somebody did a beautiful Kimura reversal, and it's, it's, um, it's, um, it's going to kill I me. think this, this is what I think it was. Uh, Alexander Hernandez against Auburn Mercedes. Yeah. That was I it, because was I that. thought of you when that happened. That's right, I man. did think of you when that happened. That was a good fight. That was a Let's great jump, fight. Jump to the I don't remember card. what round it was. That, that's the opening fight of the main card, which, uh, unanimous decision, Hernandez did beat Auburn Mercier, but I thought of you when that happened. I was like, Matt, I hope Matt is watching I think this. that fight was close. I, that was a close fight, though. I think he was in that fight. Yeah, one of them, one judge had a thirty twenty seven, which I don't think is right. No, it's ridiculous. you know what I didn't like was the uh, was that was that Goddard in that match was kept standing him up. Uh, I can double qu- check, but I think so. Yeah. He had some quick stand ups, man. Did that, he? Yeah, he did for sure. He did. I did not notice that more than once. He did. Yeah, I, I, I noticed I it. I believe DC noticed it when he was. And he's a great comic. I love DC, too. man. He's good. He's really good. So natural. No. You know? Yes. What do you mean, no? I was thinking of something. Oh, fucking Jim. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I thought there was a... Well, are you looking up the ref? What are you doing? Yeah, it should be... There should be a, oh, no, yeah, there's Mark Goddard. Yeah, it I was. Yeah. And I thought he had... Listen, it's not your... You got your job to make sure that they're doing their job, they're fighting, but 
Yeah, what are you bored? You bored when they're in that guard or they work? They're working though. If they stop for one second to adjust, yeah. What is gotta, he looking for? What the fuck? What does he want from them, God? Do you, you think sometimes these guys listen to the crowd? I think Keith Peterson is such an. He's a, great. Is a great ref. Does Herb yeah, Dean stand guys up too fast? And I don't you, notice him doing it. Does he? Man, it kind of depends. The only I mean, thing that sometimes. stands out with that is when he did it to me, but with Chris Lytle. But once finally got him down, he stood us up. And I'm trying to take my time. It's weird, man, because jujitsu is like chess. You want to be able to take your time, but you know you can't be ultra patient, especially if a guy is just trying to stall, because then they're just going to stand, stand you, you up. up. So it makes you do certain movements that you might not do in a regular match when you know there's no time limit or you know you got plenty of time to keep them down there. Right, right. So, you know, I understand that, but... I thought both guys were active on top when they were on top. Nobody was trying to just hold them down. And it made me feel for uh, Oliver, 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 right? Uh, Aubin, yeah. Olivier. 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 Yeah. How do you pronounce it? It's, uh, Olivier Aubin Mercier. Yeah. Aubin. Aubin. Aubin Mercier, yeah. Aubin I thought Mercier. the first stand-up, I thought it was justified because Alexander Hernandez was able to lock him down. He had everything. He wasn't advancing. But then there were a few where... I thought uh, OAM was trying to trying to move ahead. He was throwing Even body up against punches, the cage. You know, yeah. you know I, I, I was I remember being unhappy with Goddard with that being like boo for you, but very good fight. Very I t- very I, I, closer than than yep. what they judged it. I, I took Hernandez in a decision, so I'm happy. You did. You had Alexander Hernandez by decision. Uh, me and Matt both had OAM. Uh, you had by decision. I had by second round submission. Yes. So which he in the second round, uh, Olivier was. Threatening with an armbar. Yeah. I think he had a Kimura. Yeah. That was beautiful. And, yeah. Oh, whoa, wait a minute. Go to that. Yeah. In the second round, that was. Yeah. I didn't remember that. the round, but that was beautiful. Yeah, was I, I, you know what's so funny? I, I, I remember saying the time in my head, which is stupid because I knew I would never remember it. I should have just did a selfie and, and a video with Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> just talking to myself. But well, I'm listening. No, I know. I'm just basically telling myself that that's what I should do. <laughs> you know? Now, this is the second round, Yeah, right? so they're on the ground. Now, um, yeah, Aubin sure Mercier exactly. is on top. I don't remember it either. Oh, and first of all, can I just say... Uh, is that it? Yeah, hold on. Go. Yeah, no, no. He Man. gets him up against the... Here we go. But what about Hernandez's... Uh, Aubin Mercier's on top. Yeah. He's sitting on his stomach. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was just saying height will always win. See, so now oh. he's going... He almost went for a guillotine there, but and, he missed and, it. Pulling a guard, yeah. And, and Aubin... He did so. They both had nice butterfly guards. You know, Hernandez's butterfly guard was very sticky. He had sticky hooks. Yeah, what does that mean, sticky st- hooks? That means his, you can't just push his knee down and pass because his feet are locked on. His, his toes are curled back and his feet are there where they can elevate you and, and reverse you or go underneath the leg locks. So I love the way both these, both these guys have a nice ground game. And now, I think it might have been earlier in the round. Yeah, I, think I just don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, see, because no, I, but why did he stand them up there? Dude, that was that, weird. That's what I'm saying. How quick was that? Yeah, that, that was a bit. Be- boo, fighting. Goddard, boo, man. They were fighting. Now, Goddard, some fight, some some referees, they make it about them. Well, it's almost like this: when you're in baseball, umpires have a strike zone. Hey, he's got a low zone. He's got a wide zone. A lot of these refs may have their own no, level of what they will, what they want to see on the ground. Yeah, well, they're. they're I'm they're, not saying it's right, but I'm saying think, it just varies from up to up. And they make it about themselves. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, wind yeah. that an inch. He's going for a Kimura, First right? of all, hold on. Look at that. Look at when Hernandez has going for a single, and Orban. Yep. Orban, like, no, look at his, look at it, look what he does. Look how he used his oh. left leg yep. to get him in a uh, crucifix position. Look, he's gonna triangle that leg now. Look at this. Look at it. See that? 
Yeah, this that's is beautiful. I like to go for Kimura on the far side. Now, is that what he does? Yeah, he's about look, to try it. I if think. he makes yeah. the look Here at the Kimura, yeah. and now he brings it behind his back. And then he yeah. rolls over. And then he gets kind beautiful. of a straight arm bar here. But he has an arm bar. How does Hernandez get out of this? Uh, let's see. He begins. He was, is he just using strength or is he turning into? What's he doing? Yeah. He's just using strength. He's not using strength. I don't. Think How did he get out of that? What he did was you saw him adjust his legs underneath, where he's yeah. bringing his hips underneath. He can't keep his base and keep the arm. He, a lot is going on down there. Look how he uses his foot and his hip to yeah. make that space to go to get up. But Orban's keeping him down. I'm saying it right. Orban. This makes yeah. me so tired watching. Like the legs, like I get tired going now, up the steps. Both these guys, are, there's, there's a, now look, it's right back to Butterfly Guard. Yeah, then we There's a lot going on here. See how he went to go pass like that and he couldn't just pass? Yep. Because look at the left foot. of, uh, and then, Now he got rid of it. He, he had a battle just to get past his knee line. You know what I mean by yeah. that? Look how he settled into the half guard now. Yeah. And... Look on the bottom. Look at Hernandez making framework and getting back to guard. He's got his arms underneath. How do you make framework? By, by bringing the arms underneath to make that frame. Look, and he went for a... Oh, no. This yeah. is such a good fight. Yeah, this was a great yeah, fucking fight. Yeah, this is about fight. three minutes. 30-27 is crazy. Now, look at yeah. that. Look at how uh, Orban's going for the uh, for, his leg for the leg. And now, but, but very good. See, a lot of guys, when they're on bottom, Jimmy, they hold on. So they can't get beat up, but by holding on, the guy on top can still advance sure. and do damage. But by coming on these to make that framework, you can make that space. This looks by so making exhausting. The elbow. This is this is this is a beautiful thing, though. It really is. Yeah, and Alexander Hernandez was like really critical of his own performance. He he was well, like, because, it shouldn't have been that close. I felt flat footed, whatever. Back, you know. back and forth. Yeah. But I was impressed by both guys. I can't wait to see these guys. And again, man, this is a lightweight division, so there's a lot of fights that these guys could have that are going to be entertaining. Yeah, and I can't the way in my nobody's stock went down in that one. I thought uh, Orban Mercier, you like that? <laughs> yes, I, nice. I'm impressed with him, and I'm impressed with Hernandez. That's a growing fight for him. How old is Hernandez? Uh, young. I mean, l- let me check. I mean, he's 25, maybe. <clears throat> let me say these guys are awesome. Yeah, he's 25. Well, they both did awesome. Go on, let's, let's move this on. Let's see what we got. We, now, also, we had uh, Yuani and JJ against Tisha Torres. I got that one right. Yeah, 30-27, all three. I took that one too, Yoana, yeah, we by all decision. Yeah, we all had Yoana by decision. Uh, I thought she looked really good. Typical Yoana. You know, just yeah. you know, stay busy. She was faster. She was throwing kicks. She was throwing punches. I mean, she just did what Yoana does. Yeah, that kind of went the way I thought it was going to when we were picking it. I was saying that Tisha Torres has a style similar to a Jessica Andrade, which we've seen Yoana handle that before. Um, I, I really think she fights like Frankie Edgar and Edgar has a lot of decisions too that's why he has the most uh, minutes in the octagon right um, she's just you know she's not going to necessarily put you away but she will outwork you yep well, and also you know Tisha could you know she could take a beating and keep coming she's sure tough. she fought well yes it's not like she was fighting awful it's just that style wise like she she was really counting on that takedown. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And she was working for it hard, trying to add in the strikes. But, uh, man, Yuana standing up is just, she's, and, and she just needs a little bit of space in these clinches, start flying off those knees and elbows. She looked awesome. And she looked comfortable, I thought, uh, up against the fence, her oh, grappling yeah. and everything. She was defending well. that's what well, I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. She just needs a little bit of space. And, yep. and she's doing damage from there, you know? But uh, much respect for Tisha for just being a trooper. I mean, she... Yeah. She never. She didn't take no for an answer. Like she kept going. She kept going after her. You yeah. know what I mean. The fight was over. So even to the very end, she was just after her. So little pit bull. So that was that was fun. I enjoyed it. Might have went the decision, but I did enjoy the fight. Now, obviously, uh, the the most amazing thing is I had Jose by a body blow. <laughs> you did. I wrote liver Christ. shot. I, I no one saw that coming. 
First of all, boy, did he look. First good. of all, the way it's like I wish I didn't know because I watched it after the fact and I seen the highlight of oh, it. Yeah. But I wish I didn't know going in because the fight was great. Great. It, oh, I mean, yeah. you got to give Jeremy Stevens credit for. He was fighting. rocking Aldo I mean, a little bit too. He was going after him. He wasn't saying, "All right, man, this is a you know one of the." the former best pound for pound guy you know what I mean like he wasn't looking at him as a legend he was going I'm going to take his head off yeah and he was going after him Jeremy Stevens style what a freaking awesome fight huh well it seemed like Aldo too was throwing kicks more than he had been in the past and I think what happens is a lot of these guys have learned someone said Aldo thinks he's a boxer now so I mean kind of he seems willing to slug it out they were talking the commentators were saying how like a lot of what you do is you go after his ego because he will punch with you if you hurt him he won't back like he'll stand there and slug with you and that's a way to get him when he's hurt. Yeah, they were both. That's, they were that both was a really, that's really. Uh, wasn't this. Jeremy Stevens cut early? Was was he hurt? It looked like he was uh, cut early. I might be remembering that wrong. Uh, yeah, I think he might have got a cut, but I think it was after a few of the exchanges. Like he had already hurt Aldo, mm. I think at that point. Yeah. But I think this answers a lot of questions about Aldo. Watch that again, please. People saying, you know, he's yeah. getting a little bit older. Maybe he can't take a shot. He Dude, took well, he, the shot I literally, what is he? Thirty two. I couldn't believe how young Aldo was. He thirty one. How old is he? He's younger than. Uh... I do it. He's a young guy though. I was like, he's been what a life he's had. In in MMA, considering he's as young as he is, no. I do not remember how old he is, but I was surprised when I saw it. I want to say thirty one. I might be wrong. Yeah, I can I can look it up for you. Well, it'll, before the fight starts, I'll show. Yeah, I want to see a birth certificate. <laughs> uh, thirty one. Yeah, thirty one. Yeah. And Jeremy's oh thirty two. Ah, there you go. I only say that because my old roommate used to lie about his age. He's Brazilian. Uh, oh, let me see this. Yeah, this is fantastic. I was really Can you make it bigger. Yeah, not that I don't. I'm a, I'm a fan of Jeremy Stevens as well, but it was like yeah, it, I was really happy for Aldo. nice to see Aldo have that moment. I, know. You know? I mean, after after talking to especially after talking to Jeremy the other day, and you know he's becoming like a friend of the show. I yeah, feel of Jeremy, he's such a great guy. I was really rooting for the guy. And what's his record after this? But look at him, man. Look at Jeremy's up. Jeremy's going after. He's using the jab to measure him. I mean, I mean, you, Je- Jeremy's I was, twenty-eight and fifteen now. And Jeremy oh. was going to outkick him, he thought. Yeah. But look at this, man. He's writing his... You, this one you knew. Like, all right. They, it, it's going to... He just had a feeling that someone's going... Aldo was in trouble this. early, though. <laughs> right, but that's what I mean. I mean he, he decided to stay in the pocket, kept throwing. He worked his way out. He didn't shrink, which is kind of what the, the thing was against Max. Max just wears yeah. you down. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and Aldo... Uh, there was one point, though, where he... Uh, he had him up against the cage. He was, I thought Aldo might get 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 uh, was about to get uh, knocked out. Yeah, and he was throwing plenty of kicks against Jose. But I guess that's better for Jose too, because you don't want to worry about getting taken down every time you throw a kick. Yeah. Yeah, Stevens wasn't going to go for. And a he gets a he gets a little. As it goes on, you see, like Jose just start really, you know, picking it up. Like you just start to see him feel more and more like the Jose Aldo of old. You know what I mean? Yeah. After he gets touched a little bit, it's like it brings it it brings it right out of him. Yeah. It's, I love how he throws a kick, man. Watching him and Edson Barboza and, throw kicks is one of my favorite things. What I liked things. about right after that is that you saw uh, Jeremy do, do like do a little switch of the hips where he like, he fainted that he was going to do the same thing back. I, these little things like that I yeah. love. He does a little fake hip <clears throat> switch where it's like, all right, I'm going to kick you, but then he came up high with the punches. Yeah, and he has some so nice uppercut, and these guys just slugging look it out in the middle that, of the cage. Man. Yeah, this is this is what we knew was going to go down. This is why we knew this was going to be an awesome fight. Yep. Look at that. Yeah. Did, is it me or is Jose throwing kicks? Clo- oh, look there he goes. He's the uppercut. He's hurt. He's up against the cage. See now, Jeremy. Stevens is just throwing man. him with uppercuts. 
Oh, and a beautiful uppercut landed there, too. Hey, dude. And he's firing back. He's firing back, and he pushed <laughs> off the cage, and he's back out in the middle of the octagon. He looks like he was holding the back of Aldo's head and throwing uppercuts. It looked like Aldo was ready to drop. Yeah, but you could see Aldo never. He's okay. No, he's no. there. I mean, yeah, he's, he's there. He's right there. See, I think it took that. Now look at all. Look at him hold. Now this is where Jose Aldo is in the thick of it. Yeah. Yeah. And after that, look at he put. That was a big output, and it might have just took a little something. I think between rounds, Jeremy would come right back. Maybe yeah. But right now, when he's trying to think, his you know. Had his foot on the gas a while. Yeah. And now Jose's picking it up. He is. So it's like, whoa, he's got to weather this. <clears throat> but and I just, for it to, for, oh, he's trying to spin back. <laughs> well, and also three rounds is a factor, too, because yeah, Aldo, there had been questions. This is his first non-title fight in the UFC. But hey, look, Jeremy's coming back with the His uh, first non-five-round fight. Oh, man. Oh, here we go. I wonder if that's why Aldo put, pumped out the way he was, because this was his first three-round fight in the UFC. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I mean, he, he, had, he really knew he had two less rounds yeah, to fight. Exactly. Kick, jab by Jose Aldo. And, and the, uh, now, this was really, it's, I think it happens right now. Yeah, no, I know. We're, we're just it's watching coming. a fight on, on, yeah, the, on the podcast. Right. No, 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 but, but, but no, but we know he, it's coming. We do know it's Boom. coming. Oh, and that overhand right is very good. But that, he went up yeah. straight yeah. one, two. By yeah, he's, like, he's got a little cut under the right jab. eye, Stevens. But the, well, Jeremy Stevens is coming back. He really though. is. What a freaking exciting fight. And, there and right there. That fucking body, a left hook to the body. Woof. But you know what I like, too, though? See how he put his left arms to straighten out his body? And he was that, This is where his jujitsu helps him. The, <laughs> and, the, and this was control. a legit finish, right? I mean, oh, the yeah, rest he was, well, let's see. Let's, well, let's see. Hold on. What? Because, look, he goes right back to, like, he almost is trying like he's trying to get up. back. But he lands a few unanswered shots here. Well, he's uh, might have been a second. I'm going to say, I, listen. Right been, now, and, and look at all those crying. So he was obviously hurt. Oh, that's <laughs> not what. I, that might have been a second too soon, but. I'm going to say. It was a little too soon. A little bit, right? They're not. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to shit on Jose Aldo's. But I mean, no, he was great. That was awesome. Um, I think that Jeremy was on his way to problem. I mean, they I, I, they didn't show him right after, but I believe he stood right up. Do you know what they sometimes what, they, when that goes away that 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 liver shot, it feels like nothing happened here. Right when it goes away, and he looks like he was weather. I mean, he hit him. And when he hit him, this is what happened. This is what I just saw. Those last two shots, when he hit him, uh, Jeremy brought his hand up and covered his head, and that's when the referee jumped in. If he would hit him and he was out, that hand's not going to come up to right. defend his head. I believe he stopped it a shot or two prematurely. Maybe yeah. Maybe. And hey, and Stevens was pissed. That and and yeah. rightfully so. I mean, but he did get him. In a very bad position. That so was Jose a Aldo. terrible body shot. I, I, it yeah, was a terrible brutal. thing, but I think he took. I think he weathered the worst of it. That's the that's the the bad part of it. Is that where? Let me ask you. Is that where fucking uh, Overeem kicked yes. Brock? Was yes. the liver shot like that? Dude, he, oh. Everybody reacts the same way. It's like they again, get hit, go back into the end and then it, it takes please. a second. You're in a schoolyard. You're basically yeah. in a schoolyard. You're like, I don't want to fight anymore. I know, but, go but back you have to catch your job. Look at the very end of it. See, he's crying. He's obviously beaten up. Watch. Oh, you don't go too I want to see the liver shot again. I, right, dude, good. this was a thing of beauty. Oh, there's an overhand right. Oh, there. Oh, oh, wow. oh, yeah, but look, but now you can't even fake it. <laughs> you cannot fake it when you get hit in the liver. No. Now watch this. Now Jose's on him for sure. But look, now Jeremy's hips are going. He is moving. Boom, boom. Yeah, he's, he's moving. moving. And then he goes for a choke. He's a lot of unanswered shots, though. He is a no, lot. No, that's not. No. What but are I'm you saying, talking about? Look at this. He's, he's still moving he's every moving. time. Going for the he's blocking. Boom. He's in a bad position. Hit, 
hit. He went the, the block. His those last two shots, his head. I, I'm not saying. I think I still think it was shot. The last two shots, his head was on the the uh, the canvas, and he got boom, boom, and then after it was stopped, he brought his hand up. It seemed like he brought well, his hand a little very, late. But yeah, but it, it was it, very fast because Jose was doing everything right. Yeah. yeah, it was hard to catch up. But all I know is, you know, it, it, it was a bad. It was. I'm not saying it's a horrible stoppage, but I'm saying it was a, a tad premature. That's Maybe. What, hey, listen. If he's sitting in and he's getting drilled, I understand. One gets through, but he was still moving that whole time. If if there was like like he wasn't face planted when that thing was over, like I think he right. believe he got right up. Right. But hey, you know, look where I am. I'm not that close. I'm over here. It was it was very close, but I you might be right. A shot or two more would have been justified. So I, I had uh, a Jeremy Stevens, I think, by second round knockout. Yeah, you guys both had Stevens by second round knockout. I had Aldo by decision, um, but. One wow, point, motherfucker. Yeah, great. yeah. I mean, tremendous I, I job. Am, you know, I, it does say something about Jose Aldo, though, to to come back after two very bad, nightmarish. Not bad as far as his performances. Just tough losses. Even even his. Well, I mean, tough beatdowns. I mean, it was the yeah. same beatdown twice from the same yeah. guy, and that could be extremely disheartening. Yeah, <laughs> it could do something to somebody's confidence. Sure. So. That shows you why Jose Aldo was a champion. Yep, thirty-one. I thought and, he was older, man. Right? Well, he's he's you know might have been through the ringer. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's only been lost in four fights, right? Four. Yeah. But I mean, he listen. He is a stud and a half, and a lot of props to him for just fighting that fight the way they both guys the way they fought. I thought that was a tremendous. Under, talk about living up to it. I almost wish that would have made it into the second or third round because it was so entertaining to watch. I thought so too, Jimmy. Um, the main event. Let's get to the main Tremendous, event. Tremendous. Uh, this is our second fight. The first fight was stopped. What was it? The illegal knee? The second round. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they said so his hand was, was down. Little, was it Was it an illegal knee? Absolutely. It yes. was. Yeah, okay. No question. And there was a little bit of bad blood. Yeah. Because, you know, Eddie was saying, ah, you finally got off your stool and yada, yada. There was some stuff back and forth. And Dustin obviously got offended because, you know, he, he actually quieted the crowd that night when that happened because they were booing Eddie and he goes, no, nah, no, nah, Eddie wouldn't, you know, he's a legend, he wouldn't do that and then Eddie starts <laughs> fucking shit on him. What was so. the illegal thing that Eddie threw in this fight? There was something that happened in the hall. Don't tell me what it was. Oh, it was, just, it was a 12 to 6. Uh, yeah. Fucking uh, elbow. Yeah, yeah, well, and before that, Poirier said that uh, when he had him in the guillotine, Eddie came up and put his finger in his ear to like... He said that? Did he? Yeah. Uh, and he also, I, I thought actually or, that Eddie was holding the fence a little bit as well when he was in that, that guillotine. Yeah. So, you know, Eddie's just co- a couple of fucking things. Philadelphia a animal. <laughs> He's a savage. Dude. Dude, yeah. If there was a cinder block next to it, Eddie would pick you up and fucking cave your head in with it. He's just an animal. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh,. He's just a, yeah, Eddie was, is just fighting. Like when he's in there, they're all fighting, but he's yeah. the guy who's like, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot this rules. I shouldn't fucking put my finger in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking yeah, maniac. But uh, you heard what happened afterwards? Or no? no. Do you know or no? With what, between the two of them or yeah. with Mark Henry or whatever? No, no. That, I don't know what happened with Mark Henry. Uh, the, and Dustin and, and Mark, I guess, had some had some words after the fight just because of the 12 to 6, and they were saying he shouldn't have got stand up, whatever. Oh, but, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. I think Eddie said something to him like, "Hey, man, like, like, I don't know if he said it wouldn't happen or you're lucky you got stood up or what." Do you have exactly what went down? I, I don't have what, that. What quote, is he? No. He says it in his post fight, his post fight uh, speech. What do you? Oh, uh, Eddie does? No, no, no. Oh, D- Dustin. Dustin does. Yeah, let's get. It. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, yeah man, yeah. that's what he was saying. No, people want to know. Yeah, he might have said it in the the post fight press why. conference. Yeah, he was, I, he was just saying that they. You don't gotta. I mean, we don't have to hear the whole thing. It's up to you. But he yeah, definitely. 
I mean, you know, it's kind of shitty to say. You look at, you know, but hey, man, I mean. Yeah, we can just watch this. Yeah. All right, good. You got to make it louder, though. Yeah. Okay. I can't hear it, Chris. Chris, I can't hear it. I feel like the foul stuff that Eddie said, his team's riding with him on that, you know, so it's. If you ride with him, you you part of it. And uh, you know what really irked me this whole camp and after the fight is how I stood up for this man in Dallas, Texas. And then he comes back to say, I quit. I'll never quit in here. I'll die in here. This is what I do. I live for this. Every day. All day. This is who I am. I'm a fighter at heart. I'll never quit in here. That that's disgusting to hear. You stay very composed up against the fence, and then he threw that 12 to 6 elbow that allowed for you to get back to the center and get the finish. Your thoughts on that elbow and everything that transpired thereafter? The elbow actually landed on my shoulder. It didn't hurt me at all. I, so wait, like hold on. Did it hit his head? Sure. No. Pause it. So wait, you can't throw an elbow and hit the shoulder? No, it doesn't matter because it's an illegal strike. So oh, the it, strike is not just the head? Okay. Exactly. And so he was saying, uh, Mark Goddard was saying that he has to, it's just the rule. He has to stay, he has to take the position away. Well, I mean. Hey, not for nothing. If it's the rule, it is the rule. Though. Yes. It, so, it like, my, my point is, like, he can't say that, Eddie, because what if he tried to take him down and um, Jerry, <laughs> asshole, Steve, brick, <laughs> and Dustin, fucking asshole. I'm trying to help Jimmy, him. And Dustin, like, grabs the cage and doesn't get taken down. That's like that's you could definitely move. take a point away. Yeah, you know well, I mean? think I think that should honestly, I think cage grabs should be an automatic yeah. one point. Yeah, but if you're doing something really illegal the on the floor, yeah, what are they going to say? Don't do that again. But yeah, keep the position. It's like, yeah, man, you can't. No, I agree. It, it is what it is. It's not. When I, it, it might, you know, might you might not agree with the rule, but it's still. What it you is do. what, and everybody knows it going in. Yeah, yeah. man. Shit. Here, just let him finish. But uh, after the fight, Eddie said they stood you up though, like I, like I won the fight because they, because of that, but. Don't throw a 12 to 6 elbow. Just like don't knee a down opponent, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're going to take a look at the yeah, finish. Dust. Uh, that was basically, that was, it, yeah. that was the same way the first fight would have ended had Eddie not caught Dustin. I felt like it was kind of the same finishing sequence, pretty much, right? He caught him with a straight left, then he, was able to, he wobbled him and then put him up against the fence and well, listen, was able to finish man, it this time. He, he got stood up <clears throat> because of that. I mean, was he going to finish him from down there? It didn't look Dustin good for got, Dustin. Well, Dustin was in what do you trouble. Say? Well, Dustin weathered. A, he did. I say the worst of it, because when he when he did that twelve to six, he did that because he was no longer. That's the only thing he was doing. He wasn't really controlling him as good. He had just his legs locked. How much time did, was so, left in that round? Let's go to was it. There a minute let's go to the videotape. Stand up. Yeah. Let's go to the videotape. Yeah. Oh, now it's fun to say that. Sometimes. It sure is. Want to say it? Let's go. Um, check it out again on Vimeo. Is that what you're saying? Mm. <laughs> Hold on, there's a videotape. Let's watch. Jimmy, with my voice like this, I can't, I've been singing lately and I can't sing. Are you upset that I'm not going to sing this episode? It was like about a minute 30. No. Yeah. You know, wait, Jimmy, are What's you up? upset that I... All right, let's no. Okay. Oh, yeah, so there's two minutes right now in the second round. You're right. What he's not doing a whole lot of damage. You're right. No. Throwing some punches, but... I mean, he's stuck there a little bit, but he's not getting anything. You're right. He's not, you're right. He's not no. as much trouble as I remember. No. But Jimmy, it looks like Eddie doesn't know the rules because he's like, "Nah, I hit his shoulder." Yeah, I did the I did the downward elbow, but I didn't right. I didn't hit his collarbone. I don't know what he said. What is he trying to? Put? I think he thinks you can't hit the spine or something with it. Like, yeah, there you go. He was saying. Now that. let's watch the end of the. Okay. 
And, and uh, yeah, Poirier looked great once they got back into the center of the octagon. Yeah, yep. but look now, it's not like he just got stood up and got hammered. They're back to the fighting. Yeah. You know? That's and right. he's getting outstruck. There Bad. it is. It's almost exactly the same. It's so crazy. It's really how the first fight And Eddie out. can say, hey, they stood you and up. That, but, I mean, come on, Eddie. He did. He did. Uh, well, he he did, looked great he in the middle this, of the octagon. What he did. Exactly. He put a beating. Look how he ducked under that Ducked under that punch. Yeah, Poirier learned. Knees to the head while he is standing. Boy, Poirier looks great here. How tough is Eddie Alvarez? He's a fucking dude. He's a, he literally is a <laughs> fucking, he's a zombie. Well, I mean, I want to give you him imagine a, having to deal with this guy in a bar on a Saturday night? No. Dude, look at, look at Dustin. Look Throwing at kicks and Alvarez is still throwing punches. He's up against the fence, though. He's in terrible trouble. Uh, yeah. And uh, he finally that, just falls. Dude, hold on. Wow. And, and now when they Man. say, when they say beat down, that's a beat down. That's a beat down. Yeah. And he beat him down. This is definitive. And I love Eddie. I'm just saying yeah. that. Dustin. He was doing very well and then Poirier got stood up. Wow. What's Poirier ranked now? Is he ranked third and, and Eddie's going to be fourth? Is he's, that how it was? Well, you're saying he, well, he did get... He's again. fourth. You'd think he'll just... Jump to third. S- switch spots with Eddie. Let or he could here. jump up uh, ahead of Connor because Connor hasn't fought. I mean, so he'll... I, I would love to see him because obviously it's, you know, Khabib, it's uh, Tony, Connor, Eddie, Dustin. I would r- love to see... Dustin's obviously going to be third... Um, At least third, yeah. I would love to see Dustin move up to second. Look, Connor had his court thing. We should. Oh, by the way, I did have uh, Dustin Poirier picked by the second round uh, TKO. Uh, you had uh, Poirier by decision. Oh. I had Poirier third round knockout. Matt, you had Eddie Alvarez fourth round knockout. Uh, Jim, me and you both went three for four. Matt went one for four, but it's, right. uh, it's okay. And at and overall, Jim, you're at fifty one percent right now, and me and Matt are tied forty nine point three percent. That's very close. Oh, we're yeah. on your ass. That's all right. Better than in it. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna pee real quick. Okay. And then we'll talk to Cody. Yeah, he should be calling pretty soon. Okay. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for a free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus... Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up, an epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points, back-to-back, essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power, and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph in a lot of transition. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. 
Now, obviously, uh, the big fight everybody wants, because Connor's core stuff is pretty much squashed. Um, he pled guilty to some type of a misdemeanor, which will not affect his travel. And he has to do a little community service, <clears throat> pay the bus company back, and the order of protection for Ray Borg, Michael Chiesa, and I forget who, and uh, Jason Ledbetter will uh, be in effect until 2020. Yep. Now, Khabib was speaking to reporters in Calgary, oh. and uh, there's a rumored fight in October with Connor. He's like, I can't believe we're going to fight because I really want this guy. Make him humble. A little bit teach him. And not only <laughs> smash him, but change his face. I want to change his face. Of course, with face, I can change his mind too. He's, he wants a big drama show, and he said, I know we have to do this. I have a little bit of a plan. Make him tired. Make him look bad. Strong. He's very dangerous. Everybody knows this. I know this too. If you think I'm going to stay with him like I stayed with Ayaquinta with my Muhammad Ali jab, no way, brother. No way. I'm going to try to take him down. He Even said that? Yeah. He said, if you think I'm going to stay with him like I stayed with Ayaquinta with my Muhammad Ali jab, no way. I'm going to try to take him down. Even if he defend my takedown, he's going to be tired. That's actually very true. It's scary to say. Yeah. Read the next. Where he says, On the possibility they, yeah. of multiple fights with Connor, how can we fight after this fight when I change his face? <laughs> Even if I have a chance for a submission or choke, I'm going to keep punishing, talk with him, enjoy inside the cage. I can't wait. <laughs> Do you know, <laughs> if this fight were to happen, there is a possibility I would pick Connor in this fight. Um, because it's it, in everybody's mind, it is so predestined that Khabib is going to take him down and work him. Now, I think Iaquinta did a tremendous job. He didn't take Al down and fucking beat. I mean, he won the fight definitively, but he Al fucking stayed in there until the very end. And you said Al showed you kind of have to. Again, do I think Connor has the type of takedown defense that could withstand Khabib for five rounds? No. But he was better than people thought he was going to be. Yeah. I may in that fight take Connor by a knockout in the first or second round. I don't know, or I may take Khabib by. I just don't know. No, but I think but that's, I'm not 100% where, that's where it's going to happen if Connor's going to do it. It'd be in the first couple of rounds, probably. Mm -hmm. yeah. if, if it gets past that, I think Khabib, no question. Because if he lands, if he lands a, a left, first of all, he's fighting southpaw. If he, if he lands a left, he could knock Khabib out. I mean, Connor hits yes. it fucking hard, and they all say he hits harder than anyone thinks he's going to. No. What do you think, Matt? Do you think Khabib would just take him down and smash him? Well, I'm going to be I'm going to be labeled a hater, and I like I do like Connor as a fighter like the all these guys like dustin poirier is doing phenomenal but if he matches up again with connor it's not a great matchup with him because connor is so dynamic so dangerous on his feet you know <coughs> and i'm not saying he's bad on the floor he's he's good on the floor different weight class though what would i just say For the, no you were saying uh poirier and well now he's running at right now yeah. he's actually looking better at 155 but yeah. but what i'm trying to I, I know what you're saying yeah even though he had the belt there too though yes but not anymore yeah, but, yeah okay anyway uh my point was that point flew out the thing with chris's fucking lightweight he's trying to help you he did he wanted but to make it, sure you fast he tried straight. to help me but it ruined it ruined me oh no here i am uh this is the problem when you compare like a fight with like, well, look at what how Al did. And people are saying that. Well, Al survived down there. Al might have lost from a couple of submissions, but he went to sleep in those submissions. Yeah. You understand? There is when I say zero quitting him, like he it's it's he's he, the lights have to officially be off. You know? Connor got in on his record, he has a few losses. And he said uncle every time. Now, that, if that's me being a hater or a dick, that's me being a that's hater a, That's a, a point, though. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're he's saying. He's getting strangled. He's tapping me. I mean, 
Nate Diaz had that thing on, and he said, all right, I'm, I'm done. You know, and now people will say, no, oh, but he knew he was done, and that. All right, cool. But, but could he? But right. But you know what? Did Al out? But you, you're telling me that when Michael Kies had that thing locked in, you think he was saying, "Fuck, you got me," or he's saying, "If I get out of this, this guy's done." Same thing Holly Holm was thinking when she got caught by Misha Tate. If I get out of, if I only get out of this, if I get out of this, next you know the lights are off. That's right. Not, I'm worried about my safety. You know what I mean? Yeah. But listen, so hey, whatever. That's that's how I see it. But. It is going to be entertaining as all hell. I mean, heck, I'm sorry. Guys. Let's keep it. I'm, I'm trying you. to. I'm Let's trying, keep it. Trying to make it. Uh, I'm trying to be. You know, cleaner. I understand. You know. Yeah, that's, uh, it. Would be a very, very um, interesting fight if it happens. October. That'll be officially like almost two years. Uh, almost you know, or 23 months since Conor fought. And not kind of maybe. But uh, look, I mean, I'd be willing to wait. Now what are we in July, uh, July, August, three months? I'm willing to wait. Yeah, that is legal shit that's done. Happening, but you know, but that's been the rumor that they've all talked about. Now, Kibbe are you about. saying that you heard a rumor? <laughs> well, I read. You know, I read. Oh, oh, he heard a rumor. They say you, you have a broken heart. You yeah, shouldn't say your voice. It's from Disorderlies. Did you ever see Disorderlies with the fat, fat boys? boys? Of course, I have. I don't did remember. you see? Did you? Not great. You saw disorderlies yeah. with the Fat Boys. The Fat Boys are back, and you know they can never be whack. Of course, I remember yeah. the Fat Boys. Well, let me tell Not you. Not as relevant that. as they once were. This, I, and you know what? Nobody. <laughs> Wait, Jimmy, you okay? Uh, no, I'm just being. Fat oh, boy. I thought you were having a, a, a stroke. No. Um, that movie could probably not be seen ever again because. I don't think it's on Netflix anytime soon. I wouldn't say it's the greatest I've seen. I've this seen a lot of films. with the Fat Boys? Not the best. And the song, I Heard a Rumor from Bananarama, Jimmy. I don't remember that one. It goes, it goes like this. I heard a rumor. Your voice. Ooh, your, your voice. You hold your voice. I heard a, your voice. They say you have a broken heart. I heard. Did you hear about uh, this? Okay. The Flyweight Championship. Nico Montana, who's the champion, of course, is Valentina Shevchenko. That's a fight I really want to see. Yep. That's a 228 Saturday, the oh. 8th from Dallas. Um, that's the flyway title. That is really going to be a great That'll fight. That'll be the first defense. Of the yes, it will. I want, I want to see Shevchenko. She's healthy, Nico. Yeah, she's finally back. Yeah, she had her, I think, her tonsils out. Or she had some kind of surgery related to that. Her foot had been messed up for a long time, even when she won the title. She she was questionable to even fight that time. Also so. from 228 uh, is going to be uh, Andrade against Kovalkiewicz which is also going to be a great fight. Yeah. Number two against number four. Uh, Jimmy Rivera, who I love against Dodson, number uh, five versus number seven, also 228. I just really... saw Jimmy at the Capital the other night. Oh, you did? I sure did. Nice. Such a good guy. Go ahead. Uh, wow. Uh, Tatiana Suarez against Carla Sparza from also Dallas. A lot of women on that fight. A lot of women on that card. Now, Mark Hunt, of course. Oh, you uh, said that real fast, though. That's a good, that's a good fight. Oh, yeah, it is. I'm Tatiana? trying to... So I'm trying no, to I know. I'm sorry. Casey calls in. Say it again, though, about Tatiana. Yeah, uh, Tatiana Suarez, number nine, against uh, Carla Sparza, number six. That's also from Dallas. I was just saying there's a lot of... Well, there's like at least three women's fights on that. That's, that's a yeah. great fight. Well, Carla's coming off that... I mean, I don't know. I was in Chicago for that fight. I thought she arguably beat Claudia Gedalia. Very good fight. That was a close fight. And then uh, Tatiana's coming off a, a win in her last fight. So that was a great fight with Claudia. Yeah, Claudia looked awesome in that fight. That was a good, that was a close one though. It was close. Yes, and but Cla I Claudia loved, was hurt. I love the transitions that Claudia was doing jujitsu wise. Yeah. Oh man. I like our job, Jimmy. I like to I like to uh, watch fights and talk about them. And Jimmy, I also like to sing. But I I'm know. not. We don't hurt your voice. I know. I'm not. I'm not going to do no more of that. Mark Hunt against Oleski Olenek. Jimmy. 
Mark Hunt. Family. Not Mike. What? Mark. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Uh, again, that's UFC Fight Night Hunt against Olenek. Saturday the 15th from Moscow, Russia. Olenek. And uh, Mickey Gall against oh, George back. Sullivan. Uh, it's another fight night. Gaethje against Vic. August 25th. Wait, wait, say, wait, wait. Just rewind it a little bit. Sure. Tell me about our friend Mickey Gall. He's fighting George Sullivan. And that's uh, at uh, on fight night uh, against uh, the Gaethje versus Vic fight night, which is uh, August 25th. I want to see Lincoln. him back, man, because he's been working with Joe Schilling. I'm saying his name right, right? Yeah. guy. Joe Schilling, right? Absolutely, yeah. I like, I like that Eve guy. And Eve Edwards. He'd worked, I think he was living no, he, with Eve Edwards. He's been working with yeah. – I heard him – I heard, where did I hear that? I think I heard on Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe, Joe Schilling was on told Rogan's Joe podcast. Rogan, and he was talking about uh, that he's working with Mickey a lot standing up. Yep. And I think that was, a, that's an, that was an interesting choice for him to go. Very good choice, because Joe Schilling's nasty standing up. Yes. And I like his style. And he's got kind of a body type like Mickey. So I think that's a, a very wise move by Mickey to go work with Joe. And I want to see what he, I want to see, what because Mickey's been, um, Joe Schilling's been saying that he's looking good. Yeah, and we're going to have Milky, uh, Mickey calling in. Because uh, it's not about being a fighter with that, because Mickey's a fighter. I think it's about clocking in some rounds, you know what I mean, with the right people. So I'm interested to see to see how Mickey back. When was that again? That's August 25th from Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh, so. shit. Let's have him back. Well, he might be in L.A. now. Yeah, he's in L.A., but he's gonna. I, we have him like lined up to call in before. We'll probably get him as a phone or, yeah, he, he might not be back in New York before yeah, I wanna, then. I want to talk to Mickey. I, I miss Mickey. We yeah. definitely will. You know? Boy, am I looking forward to this fucking uh, Garbrandt Dillashaw fight. I was just watch. I just watched it the other day. I was watching the Countdown special, and they showed it a million times. Um, man, it is a... It is a I, I, I want to ask Cody, like, his... Is the confidence he he knew only himself and TJ know how hurt TJ was, and if he got saved by the bell, does he does he truly feel that he got him? He would have been saved by the bell. I don't know. And and the fact that he got stopped does that do something to his confidence? You know. Yeah, his first loss. That's a hard question to ask, Jimmy. You should ask that one. Yeah, well, again, knowing that uh, he might have won that uh, fight if it had gone on a little longer, <laughs> I bet you that that's what he focuses on. Like, look, he knows TJ's a good fighter. Cody Garbrandt knows TJ can stop you, and he knows he can stop TJ. That's that's the thing. All right, he didn't, but he's got to know that that was really close to being stopped, and uh, that might be the confidence he needs, which balances out. Okay, I got caught, but man, I know I can beat this guy because I was literally this close to stopping him yeah and one of the things i had on there also just as something to bring up not that cody's looking for an excuse or anything but he had the the back injury leading up to the before yes, that right. fight was announced and then i wonder if that affected him at all mentally or physically going into that fight so i think he's healthier now by the way do we have the audio of this I, a big uh we have not we've been very shitty negligent human beings uh what? congratulations to stipe and his wife they did announce uh, with bruce buffer's help of course uh mila claire miacic he says, we love and adore you. We never knew our hearts could feel this amount of love. You have shown us the meaning of life. We can't wait to spend forever loving you. Eight pounds, nine ounces. That, that's a very big child. That's uh, definitely Stipe's uh, influence. I don't know. How, I, I met his wife. I don't remember if she's, uh, she's tall or not. Or she's just, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, but, my size. But this is, so he posted this to, uh, to Instagram, which was so cool. Bruce Buffer um, did the announcement for them. Yeah, so let me see it. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen... On this very special day, July 25th, 2018, a very special baby was born at 1.50 p.m. Standing 21 inches tall, 
weighing in at eight pounds, nine ounces, presenting the future champion of the world, Mila Claire Miochan. <laughs> Is that great? That's great. Yeah. yeah She's like adorable, that. too. Wow. Eight pounds, nine ounces. That's she's a big baby. Yeah, well, a lot of times you're born a big baby and, and you don't. Sam's baby was born like ten pounds. Like this, kids oh, are just man. you know. I have such a good time with my kids, man. You do, right? Oh, I, I really do, dude. They just they're all over me. It's so cute, you know. Yeah, Jimmy, you should get an animal. You need unconditional. Do love, you know, Jimmy? <laughs> Jimmy? You need unconditional. I, love. I would like. To, here's my goal. It's beautiful. I started talking to somebody I used to date who I really oh, like. I like this. I do want a, a, a relationship at this point. I wouldn't mind it. Um, oh. Maybe getting a small dog together if she moves in. But then again, my apartment's such a mess. Is she old enough to have children? Not even old I enough mean, to vote. Is she too old? No, I meant is <laughs> yes. she too old? She's like twenty. Uh, she's twenty nine, maybe twenty seven. Okay, perfect. She's, a, she's able to have kids, or maybe adopt. Are you asking if she's trans or no? No, she's <laughs> not. Uh, no. She's uh, yeah. She's able to have kids. She I don't know if I want kids though. To be honest with you, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'll date. I, I, don't, I don't know who I'll date. Will I date somebody trans? Will I not? I don't know. If that's what you're asking, I just don't know. But I will say that uh, I don't know if I want kids. I'm 50. Look, I don't know if I want to be an old dad. That's weird that you just said you're 50. I know. You don't, Jimmy. I don't look or feel 50. I don't. I'm my back. <laughs> you know what's really <laughs> fucked up about that is what? my knees fucked up. And I, I did something to my back yesterday. Yeah, so you're I'm an athlete, of, Matt. You're a fucking yeah. fourth degree black belt, former champion. You've taken injuries. I did some crunches today. Jimmy, I know. <laughs> Hall of Famer. I know. Pan American champ, world champion jiu-jitsu. I, I know, Jimmy. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I don't disagree with any of those things. You know? Oh, you, oh, oh I brought those up? I'm sorry. I don't know if I Jimmy, want kids. I just don't know. I, listen to me. I, I didn't want kids either. But, well, then You're married, though. You married a Well, nice... I met my wife, and that's when I said, okay, I'll have kids, because she's awesome. Yeah, at and this now point... And I got awesome kids, and they snuggle with me. They love me. I'm their hero. Just like I'm your hero, but we don't snuggle. And we don't. No. But there's no need to. But then again, you're, uh, we're, we've had different lives, you know? I just don't know if I want children. I don't hate kids. I just don't no. know if I want them. I like my life the way it is. There I want to find a nice young girlfriend. And by young, I mean late 20s. Somebody to fucking go who wants to come on the road with me, who yeah. has a job that allows her to travel a little oh, bit wow. and have fun with her, go on vacation, oh, nice things. Yeah. We have our pal Cody Garbrandt on the phone. Cody? Do we? Yeah, yes, I have uh, Cody Garbrandt. Oh, okay, yes. Cody. Yeah, hold on one second. Hey, sure. Hey, yeah. Hey, Cody, you're hey, talking bro. to Matt, Sarah, and Jim Norton. Hi, buddy. All right, Hey, how you guys doing? I'm good, Cody. How you feeling? Yeah, Cody. Great, man. It's just media day uh, here in LA. It's great weather. And it's fight week, man. I'm super excited. But don't you, like the media days, I've done them for obviously d different types of things. But when you just got to do one phoner after the other, and it's just, they tell you, all right, you're talking to these guys in Denver. You're talking to these guys in New York. It's just the yeah. same questions over and over. Yeah, it's good, but I start off with you guys. So it's. Uh, oh, thank God. Press for y'all. Oh, are you just starting? That's right. Yeah. So we're going to get the some, most. Uh, radio shows. Uh, that's good. We're going to get the most enthusiastic, Cody. Yes. Yeah, Cody. How's my. Uh, yeah. I, how's the whole team doing? How's Uriah? How's everybody? Uh, hey, hey, they're great. Hey, Uriah is great, man. He, uh, he had to get some. I had some of my top flying partners. Uh, she was sure they were hurt. So uh, I needed some rounds. So Uriah suited up and uh, put his mouthpiece in and gave me a round. So uh, he's doing good. He was there all camp, you know. Make sure I was getting everything I needed. 
and all the coaches, you know. So it was a great camp. We were able to push hard for 12 weeks and, and be, you know, more than well prepared this time. Now, you going back into this rematch, I'm happy to see you getting this this rematch with uh, TJ, you know, because I liked you as a champion. I think whenever a champion loses, like even Stipe, I thought should have got the, the, the first rematch. But you know that they were looking to do uh, Demetrius against TJ just as a money fight. Uh, I'm happy you are getting it. How is your confidence going in? I know that every fighter you ask is going to say they're confident, but it is your first loss. But then again, in that first round, you certainly could have finished him. Yeah, you know, my confidence is at all-time high. I don't think I've ever been this confident uh, going into a fight. You know, I just, I just, you know, I have confidence. Um, I know that I done everything I needed to do to prepare for this fight. Um, I left no, uh, you know, stone unturned. And, uh, you know, I made the adjustments I needed to. Uh, you know, I was, I was, it wasn't myself last fight camp or, you know, that last fight. But, uh, you know, the, the, the new fight, I was able to make those adjustments and uh, really, you know, excited. I was able to push for the last 12 weeks, you know, so I, I was able to be grind for 12 weeks. I was able to put in the work. You know, when you put in the work, the doubt outweighs it, you know what I mean? Uh, so there's, there's no doubt that I go in there Saturday night. And, you know, get my uh, title back. So your back is uh, feeling okay? Yeah, I've had this is the best camp I've ever had. I never had, really had any injuries besides a little bit of, you know, stuff that you get just from training hard, you know. But, uh, yeah, I'm great, man. I feel great. Mentally, you know, uh, and I'm hungry, too. Last one, it was kind of hard to get up for, man, when you're injured all the time and you're hurt. And, you know, you just, just your, your mind, you know, kind of go into the depression. <laughs> It's hard to picture myself fighting the Madison Square Garden. As exciting as that sounds, to be in the fighting, you know, defending my title, it was hard to, you know, get myself pumped up for the fight. Let me ask you too, Cody. After you lost, did did you have was there any type of a depression that settled in, or what was your mindset after that? Like not not in the moments that followed, but in the in the couple of days and weeks after that. You know what? It was uh, kind of like a weight from lifted off my shoulder. You know what I mean? That was my first. I you know. You're gonna lose, man. You know, I mean, it's it's hard to stay perfect in this uh, in this sport. And it's okay. I've lost multiple times in my life. I knew that I've always bounced back stronger from my losses, uh, and you know, I learned from them. So uh, I'm I'm super excited. Last time I lost before you know losing to TJ was five years ago, and uh, you know that loss allowed me to become an undefeated world champion at a young age. And this loss right here is gonna allow me to have my next five years of my career if I intend on, you know, playing on having a five year five more years in this sport. Uh, I'm excited for it. So uh, it was great, man. I have no, you know, nothing. I just, you know, it, it was kind of like, like I said, a weight lift off my shoulder. And me and my wife went to Thailand where, you know, she's has family out there, her father lives out there. So I went out to Thailand, kinda, just got away from everything. I chose went right back to training once my hand was healed. Uh, you know, I've just been back to the grind ever since, you know, that's, that's what I've always done. You know, my whole entire life, I've always been in the gym, training and riding. And I was just super thankful that my body was healthy finally. You know, it just took some time to allow it to heal. And you had a nice moment with uh, Michael Bisping came back to you after that loss. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, yeah, like I said, he, he, he was great. You know, it's like, yeah, you got to kind of just have a short memory in this in this sport. You know, you can't be too high off the win. You can't be too off a loss. You know, you got to find that balance and, you know, he's a veteran of the sport, and, you know, his career's been ups and downs, and, you know, and kept plugging and finally was able to be a world champion. It sometimes doesn't go your, you know, go your go your way on uh, fight night, but 
uh, you know, well prepared this time. Now, Cody, how many times did you watch that fight the, uh, that you guys had that first one? I mean, I mean, I listen personally myself. It's so funny. The fights I've won or finished, I'll watch those fucking things a million times. <laughs> but the fights I lost are so painful that I'll watch it once with my yeah. coaches to just, all right, this is what happened. This is where I fucked up. Otherwise, I do not watch it. I tell you right now, I don't watch them at all. <laughs> Did you watch it again and, and, and to, to review what, yeah. what happened? Dude, I'm exactly like you, man. <laughs> you know, like, I already know what happened in that yeah. fight for me to lose that fight and what I had, what I, the emotions I felt went through. Like, I know, like, I hate losing so much at me, you know, yeah. you know, so much. I, I, I remember those more than my wins. You yeah. know what I mean? I, as, as great as my wins are or can be, my losses always outweigh them because I'm like, I don't want to have this feeling ever again. I don't want to put my family through this. I don't put my team through this. I don't put myself through this. You know, so that's more motivation. But uh, the first time I watched the fight fully was once we got the fight announcement that we're fighting TJ again. And I use it as motivation because, uh, I mean, what I was able to do to him coming off the couch like that uh, gave me more confidence than ever that I knew that if I made the right adjustment, you know, it just sharpened up a little bit of the things I was able to do with, you know, repetition and being, you know, getting those reps in, getting those sparring rounds in, getting my timing in. And uh, I knew that it was going to be, uh, you know, that TJ's not going to be able to, to handle this uh, come Saturday night. So I'm, like I said, I'm extremely confident. Yeah, man, that's great how you said, um, I, I, I noticed how you say, how you said how you did that, like coming off the couch, you know, because when you do have a rough fight or a fight doesn't go your way, you never want to make excuses, but you know, in your soul, you're like, man, I don't want to, I want to scream on top of a mountaintop, like what went wrong in, in, in training for this or how I didn't have this right or that. But then, you know, you're going to sound like a bitch. You don't do it. But yet now you're saying you're coming off this, uh, great training camp. It, it, it does make a difference. It really does. Yeah. Like, I wasn't even, you know, even going into that fight with TJ uh, and Madison Square Garden, doing the media and build up. I didn't want to do any of it because it was like, yeah. man, I was, I was excited for the fight. I couldn't picture myself being in there because I was just focused on getting healthy. You know, now I'm like, I'm healthy. I'm like, all right, here's what I'm going to go do. I'm, I'm excited to go in there. You know, let TJ bump his gun, let him try to sell as many pay per view, uh, you know, as he can or thinks he can. Uh, let him do all the talking. I'm focused on, you know, what I need to focus on. And that's the little things that um, I lost last camp was the focus. I was I didn't have the focus, you know, because I didn't have my mindset on being in there and doing what I needed to do. Uh, but you said you can't go out there and say that you of were, you were good, bad because everyone thinks you're making excuses and you're a little, you're a little bitch. But mm-hmm. the simple fact is, in my mind, I know that wasn't me out there. And I knew what I was able to do with TJ. You know what I mean? So now yeah. I know that a hundred times better than that Cody on that night you know come Saturday so I'm really excited man I'm just excited to go back out there I truly love it it's a passion of mine and I get to go out there and then put on a performance and, 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 and you know win this title back well I mean how I'm sorry Jimmy no, no, how is your for the people that have short memories they should watch uh, when you got the belt and how you, when you'll fight with Dominic Cruz with that masterful performance how was your camp mm-hmm. for that one was that a good camp it, that was that was uh, one of the best camps I had, but I would say this one definitely topped ah, it. Never, that's what yeah. I'm so it's like, about. oh man, like, everything's lining up. Everything's lining up the way it's supposed to be. I, I felt at least ten times better than I felt in the cruise fight, and that was probably my best camp that I had. And that was my fourth year, fight that year. So uh, yeah, we're all excited. My coaches are excited, man. They like, they're like, dude, we know we have no doubt that you're getting us back, or we never seen you know this this 
this part, this Cody. You know what I mean? Any training, anything, like the mental that I, you know, focus that I have. I've been focused on stuff. Like, like I said, letting TJ, you know, he's trying to, he's trying to, uh, banner in, into that, you know, warfare of trying to get me emotional. Cause that's why yeah. he knows that he can't beat me, uh, you know, on paper. He knows he can't beat me match up like that. So he's got to try to get me emotional and, and, do the little Instagram post and then and that stuff. That don't bother me. Like I, I don't care. Like you can go and put all that effort and energy into that. Like um, you know, I think that's what I did in the fight before. I learned from that. I learned from that 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 I don't need that extra um, waste of energy on that. Like this, the fight's gonna sell itself. You know, it's everyone wants to see it. He can believe what he wants to believe. But the thing is, what's different from who I have in my life and who he has in his life? I had people who keep it real with me. He has yes men in his life. He has people that tell him he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. I have people that tell me this is what you need to fix, this is what you need to do, you know, to, in order to get that title back. So they've been real with me since I stepped outside of the octagon on November 4th, you know, all the way up till this time. You know, I kept it real. Like, here's what we need to do. Here's, here's what we did wrong. Here's what we did good. Here's what we need to improve on. And, uh, you know, so I got a, a strong team behind me. Your team looks really great. I mean, Sage uh, looked tremendous in uh, in Boise. And uh, Ch- how good did Chad Mendez look? Man, awesome. You know, that's another thing. I was able to have Chad all camp and uh, use him and his speed and his uh, athleticism uh, to spar with, to wrestle with, to, to grapple. You know, just do the whole, whole training. You know, we had uh, almost all my fight camp was able to train with Chad and those guys. They had, you know, Darren Elkins. We had uh, Rick Glenn. Sage. So a lot of these guys had fights right before me, so they were training, peaking. I was, you know, starting my camp off, you know, giving them, getting the best work, you know, getting the best of them. They're healthy and in shape and, and help me rise to the occasion, get better, get sharper, faster. So uh, they all look great. All right. Well, listen, man, uh, you know, we love watching you fight. And uh, how do you like in fatherhood, by the way? Oh, man, it's, uh, it's amazing. Gave my life a complete new... Uh, we found respect for a lot of things, for, for things in perspective, but also gave me a balance in life. You know, like I was just fighting and, and training. Now I, you know, once I leave the gym, it's, I don't think about fighting. I go home with my little boy and think about my family and, you know, just raising them and being with them. So it's a, it's a nice, uh, it's, it's kind of like I live two different lifestyles. Uh, I got the gym where I turn the switch on and I, I'm focused on, I put in the work and I allow myself to go home and have that family time and, you know, eat dinner and relax with my family till bedtime and wake up and do it all over again. So it's something new every day. It's okay. awesome. We have a couple of questions for you from fans on Twitter. We'll only read a couple of them because some of them are dumb. One of them is, the fight is this Saturday? <laughs> That's probably not a question that we should ask. <laughs> we already know when the <laughs> fight is. Um, now, somebody wants to know, is there any scenario where you would welcome TJ back to Team Alpha or has that ship sailed? Yeah, there'd be uh, I mean, there's a few scenarios. Um, uh I need a water boy, so maybe you can uh, come back and be my cowboy water boy. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, no, I, the thing is, like, I don't have any really animosity towards you know TJ. The thing is, like, it gets so drawn out of proportion about him leaving. The only reason why, like, I was so pissed off is I almost got cut from the UFC from sticking up for him on the Ultimate Fighter when me and Connor got into our little uh, yeah. you know scuffle. Dana White and Lorenzo wanted to kick me out of the UFC, and that's after TJ we had a face to face conversation i was asking tj like hey what's going on are you with us he's like yeah man i'm, I'm with i'm with fucking team alpha now so i'm like all right this is my dude like i'm gonna stick up for him but i'm gonna put my job online for a guy that you know lies straight to my face so that's why i was like took it like to heart like man like thinking back like i could have lost my job over this sure guy. you know if anyone wants to leave go ahead let's 
sorry, me, I got the belt. I won the belt, and he was, you know, beltless. You know, now he's got to win over me, and, you know, we let all that stuff just kind of, you know, like I said, negative energy, you know, consume me, and, uh, you know, I wasn't focused on what I needed to focus on, you know. So he's got that brand right now, but I know Saturday the belt's going to change, and, you know, we're going to do the right thing with it. And um, last question is, uh, Carmel wants to know, so I guess that would be a no, the ship has sailed. Uh, do you have <laughs> anything nice to say about T.J. Dillashaw? T.J. Dillashaw. Uh, I guess I don't have anything bad to say. I don't have say about anything nice. I, I don't know. Yeah, probably not. Okay, so I would say the ship has sailed. I still feel the same way about him. You know what I mean? I still feel like, you know, people are really seeing who he truly is. He just put it on the front for the ultimate fighter and this and that. And now he's trying to say, bully this and bully. I, don't know. I mean, he just, uh, he's, I, we, I knew who T.J. truly is. So I think that's why I was just so irked the whole time while I was a fighter when he was trying to portray something that he wasn't but uh that's he's gotta he's gotta live with that not me okay buddy well uh good luck man um the rematch is uh this saturday night and uh you know uh what's this 220 it's not 220, 227 227 yes yeah. so good luck buddy and yeah, um you know I, I i know you can win and uh i know he's also a very dangerous fighter so this is a rematch that's, that i think you deserve yeah. all our best yeah, cody great fight thanks guys appreciate it okay buddy we'll talk to you again take care bro oh, thank bye. you yeah, that's uh, yeah, that, that's two twenty seven this Saturday. That's from California, this, right? This fight, yeah, it's from the Staples Center. Yep. This is this. What I like about this fight, I can't wait to watch them even just walk Leslie? out. You know what I'm saying? Because they they're both extremely confident. Like TJ Dillashaw might be the one of the most confident dudes I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, and it's understandable. And Cody's obviously extremely confident, and he, he doesn't want to say it, but I'm picking up on it big time that. This is this. He had a great camp. Yeah, and I think that might definitely adding to his confidence. Where he's saying, in so many words, well, he's basically just said, "Hey, man, look what I did when I got off the couch." Basically, so he wasn't as thrilled with the, the camp, the prior camp, and look how close that fight was. So, hey, man, I've it is. A, it's gonna be a hard one to pick, though. I know because I do see. I go back to watch Cody. Go watch Cody versus Dominic Cruz, man. I mean that fucking dude was breakdancing in it. He can Cody can so, fight a guy who is unorthodox. He can fight yes. an unorthodox fighter, uh, and he almost put TJ. Away. I, in the, I, it's hard to pick. I'm gonna kind of want to see Cody win a because I like him. I know him better, but I also want to see a trilogy. Like I love yeah, these guys, right. their rivalry, the way they fight. Yeah. Just that that one and a half rounds of what we saw. I want to see a third fight already. So I like and I like TJ style too. Man. Well, Cody's oh, so fast. He blitzes. He's got power. Explosive. And fucking TJ sometimes is putting his arm up, his hands up like he's looking into like the sun, and yeah. then he takes it away like he's and he's and he, he's very um he really expresses himself out there, you know. TJ looks like every guy who ever fucked one of my girlfriends and then made <laughs> eye contact with me after, but I still love him as a fighter. <laughs> he's just got that arrogance in the in the cage, yeah. but it, I think it does get in people's heads because he looks like this is exactly what's supposed to happen. He he's he's great, man. Very, very tough fight it's to pick. A, it's going to be a great, great car, Jimmy. Jimmy, yes. can I just plug something really you, quick? I would love you to. I'd sing it, but my voice is... Yeah, your voice. Not, Hold your I'm voice. I'm not going to sing it. But I will say that the new episode of Dana White looking for a fight, the Memphis episode... Oh, good, buddy. It's out. Great. But not Jimmy, don't press that. Why should hey, I? Hey, listen to me. It's not the one I meant to Thank hit. you. I meant to hit the one too, well, too well, over. Don't, don't say that. Jimmy. Yes. The new episode of Dana White looking for a fight is on YouTube, the Memphis episode. Yeah, in case there's no reason to uh, 
give me more applause. Yes, I know it's a good episode. It's a good episode. You know, we you know we do some uh, some for the the, uh, the fake wrestling. I sing on the episode. I sing the blues, which is pretty much just talking. Sure, it is. Is that where this started? Is that you think this like going to Memphis? You caught the bug to be singing all the time. Uh, maybe I like to sing. Maybe it's a midlife crisis. We're not going to get to the end of that today. You know, Jimmy? It's okay. But I will say goodbye soon, Jimmy. All right. You know, I had a great weekend. I'm very busy. I need to rest. Yeah. I'm tired, too. You tired, too, Jimmy? Yeah, listen, we did a, a nice long show. And uh, I thank you to Cody. Show. I loved it. Yep. Thank you to Cody for calling in. And we will see you in a couple of days. Jimmy, you don't want to plug anything? I'm going to be in Cleveland Hilarities the 17th and 18th of this month. I've never done this club in Cleveland. Oh. And uh, I can't wait to get out there. Also, Caroline's here in November. And the Chip Chipperson Podcast Boston has been completely sold out for a while. New York, there are a few tickets left that will, pardon me, also sell out. And, uh, yeah, don't worry, I'll get you tickets. Matt's begging. I'll get you tickets. You should reach out to Steve when you're in Cleveland, see if he wants to come to your show. I don't want to buy him tickets. Oh, to stand up, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. All right, man. Maybe, maybe he'll go. Why wouldn't he go? You're he's a fucking I'll great tell you comedian. Why, because he has because his I'm daughter. an asshole. No, no Steve has why his daughter. I... He's busy. Jimmy. He's not in Cleveland. Jimmy. Jimmy. You're a th- you're gonna foot stop me. All right. Sorry for booing your fucking chip chipperson. All right, everybody. See you soon. We're gonna leave now. Oh no, you say you say goodbye. No, yeah, bye. I'm gonna stop. I'm not gonna get the last word. You say goodbye. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.